0: In the Rust movie set shooting, New Mexico prosecutors are setting out their involuntary manslaughter case against the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez Reed. And joining us to talk about the case is CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. Uh, Thane, first of all, uh, so prosecutors are going to say that she was to blame for this live ammo being in the prop gun, right? That Alec Baldwin had and it discharged and. The cinematographer Helena Hutchins was killed. How would they go about proving that or trying to?
1: Well, she's the armorer, so it's technically her job to make sure that she stores both the weapons and the bullets. The bullets are supposed to be dummy bullets. They're not supposed to be live. But apparently you keep some live ones around because the, you, so you can put them in a gun belt or something so that the audience looks at them they say, oh, that's a real bullet. So, but there shouldn't be many of them. But somehow they got mixed together, and so it—you know—the question is, you know, she clearly was g- grossly negligent because the bullets somehow, you know, were indistinguishable, and one of them—it was like they were pl- playing Russian roulette. And one, it, th- there were many bullets in that gun, but just one of them happened to have been live, and that's the one that Alec Baldwin fired. Uh, her argument is to say the set was a mess. Uh, you know, we were very low budget. I didn't have enough time. We were rushed. I didn't have time to prepare everyone. Normally I give everyone a tutorial, slow things down, but instead, you know, the guns were lying everywhere near the lunch table. <laughs> and so that's part of the reason I think Alec Baldwin was brought back into the case. Cause he was a producer. He had money in this. So it's not just that he may have been negligent in discharging the weapon. He says he never pulled the trigger and uh, uh, pulled the trigger, never fired the gun, but also because he was a producer, he may have been somewhat uh, negligent for the, the the lack of safety precautions on the set itself.
0: Okay, so they're trying to pin it on him for just the overall uh, conduct, I guess, on the set. So, Thane, um, I've also heard that there is a report of some partying on the set, and what do Gutierrez Reed's lawyers have to say about that? <laughs>
1: you can't make this up. text messages from her to other people in the cast about how high I am, how much pot I smoked in the hotel room. And they're all making jokes about that. Apparently, on the day after, an hour or so after the gun went off and killed the cinematographer, she apparently gave a bag of cocaine to someone else to get rid of it because everyone, you know, the police were there. So, you know, there is some question that this, the whole set was just a mess. And, you know, the, her lawyers are saying, you don't have the cocaine. Where is the evidence? You have hearsay testimony. You're just so the question is, is there enough circumstantial evidence that just from her text messages that she was, you know, taking drugs? And if you're taking drugs, you're not the person who should be most responsible to make sure that the weapons are stored and the bullets are stored properly.
0: So we are looking at this case in part because we want to learn something about what the outcome could potentially be for Alec Baldwin when he goes on trial this summer.
1: Bridget, you know, Alec Baldwin's going to say it's a good argument. I'm an actor. You know, my job is to learn lines. You know, I don't I don't know. I, I'm not a, I'm not in the gun business. And it, the, that's the armorer's job which is why the point that you raised before that second element of negligence might kick in because he was a producer and the the, the quality of the controls on the set but yes this is uh you know a, a window into some of the arguments that will be made because i think the arguments about just the the recklessness of the set might also apply to him um, remember the, the case against Alec Baldwin was dropped a year ago why Because there was evidence that that gun that he used might have been retrofitted in a way that it would have been possible for it to have gone off on its own. And guess what happened, Bridget? They brought in another expert, the prosecutors. They took the gun completely apart, like a toy kit, and put it back together. And now they've determined that the gun could only have been fired if Alec Baldwin was responsible. So that's why they brought the case again.
0: Responsible, and yet, you know, what what made the gun go off. I mean, he has said, I guess he pulled back the hammer, but he didn't pull the actual trigger, right?
1: Right. And so the question then became what kind of, this? the evidence, apparently, Bridget, these guns were like, you know, from the wild, wild west, right? So these were not semi-automatic weapons. You had to actually do some work. That's his point. It's not easy to fire them. You have to do something to fire them. Um, But You know, the the real question in his case is, you know, he he, I'm not in the gun business and, you know, I'm not I'm not ultimately in the end responsible. That is the job of the armorer. Uh, You know, he's saying I never actually did pull the trigger and their expert testimony that is going to say this gun would never have discharged unless you would pull the trigger or let go of whatever it is that would have discharged the bullet.
0: Interesting case, as you say. Just can't make it up. Thane Rosenbaum, our CBS News legal analyst. Always great to have you here, Thane. We thank you.